What is every day? I'm George Mossy. Welcome to the George Mossy Show. I have a special guest. Um, you know, I've been doing interviews, but I like having my friends on because it's more of like a conversation. So, first of all, I want to thank my good friend JJ Hannon for joining me today. And Hello. Like, you've had a really crazy year, right? Like, your year has been really crazy. You have you have new music coming out. You have a lot of business endeavors going on. And I kind of just want to jump in and talk about all of this stuff you have going on. And I know that some of this is going to be hard for you to talk about. Some of this is going to be exciting for you to talk about. But I know this is going to be like a roller coaster, you know. So I want to just find out, like, how are you doing right now? Because, you know, we've been watching your your Instagram, your stories, and we've heard the news of what was going on. So all of us want to know how you're physically doing right now. Um. Well, I originally, when I first got diagnosed with PSC, uh, the liver disease that I have, um, I was 122 pounds. Now, in the prime of my weight, I was 168. So if you guys could do the, yeah, that there was the big, quite, quite a difference there. And I lost that in about three or four months. So not a, uh, not a long time at all. Uh, and originally, before I got diagnosed, we thought it was stress, depression, and different things. Um, and it was none of those things. It was, you know, unfortunately, my uh, my liver diagnosis. Uh, how am I doing mentally? I'm in the best possible spirits I think I could be in. I have so many amazing plans for um, what I can do to bring awareness to my disease um, and what I could do to change the future of it, you know? So you told me that you thought that it was different things. So when you're talking about raising awareness, I think it's important that people know what to look for. You had no idea what these symptoms could have been from. Yeah. And I think it's so important that people are fully aware. You know, when we have we talk about heart attacks, we know what those symptoms are. When we talk about certain big um, health issues, we know about that. So what do you think is important for people to understand about this particular disease what should they look for um what what are things that they can notice right away before a blood test okay so one of the main things um if it's a more advanced stage is itchy um if you find yourself getting more itchy uh me currently i have that now uh at nighttime i can get itchy uh, i don't have that during the day fortunately but some people do everybody's different uh my worst symptom i think was night sweats besides the weight um, randomly, uh, for no reason, waking up quite literally in a, in a pool of sweat at, at some mornings, I, I almost, well, every single morning I had to change my sheets, but some mornings, um, quite literally feeling as if I just got out of the shower or something. Um, and that is something to look for that change, uh, yellow skin. Uh, if your skin is turning a yellow, like uh, a yellow shade. Uh, usually, especially in the face, that's something. If people start telling you, hey, you, you're, your skin's like, a, especially by your eyes, I never had that, but it's a symptom that you can have. Uh, and then, of course, the weight loss. If, you know, if you're dramatically losing weight, uh, now for, I got blood tests and they showed right away that my alkaline positive levels are, I, I struggle with pronouncing that word, um, were extremely high. Uh, so that was how they were able to figure it out that something was wrong with my liver and then do intensive testing such as a liver biopsy and different things. So when you said you lost a lot of weight, were you doing anything to lose weight? Like, were you going to the gym regularly? Or was I was, it like a you know, as someone who plays basketball, as somebody who uh, once in a while plays hockey as well, 
I am very active and I just found myself not being able to be the same athlete I once was. And I also found myself just, you know, there, there's a symptom with PSC. Some if people say you feel as if that you, when you wake up, that you haven't slept at all. And I can completely agree with that. Uh, that is a symptom that some days I feel. Some days I quite literally will feel that, wait a minute, did I go to sleep last night? And yeah, wow. like, do you know that feeling after like a night out at a club? It's literally 5.30 in the morning. You just had some bad food at some McDonald's or something. You literally, the only thing you want is sleep. You know yes. that feeling? Yes. Especially I someone, feeling. I know you've been on the road touring um, with artists and stuff. So, so yeah, you definitely know that feeling. And that is how it could feel after a 10-hour rest. It's insane. Yeah, it's funny you brought that up because I, I experienced that a lot. Like, I'll go to sleep really late and then somebody will call me like an hour later or there's like an issue and I have to work on an issue. And I feel so dead tired. Like, I know that I'm not functioning, but I know that I have to I have to work on this. So, I definitely understand that feeling. So, when you started the treatment, you know, what, what type of so, treatment? Is it a Unfortunately, No, as of right now, there's no treatment for PSC. Um, and I also have something called vanishing bile duct syndrome, and there's no treatment for it. Uh, the only thing they could do is put you on things to manage the symptoms. Uh, there are so many trials and there are so many different things. Uh, and there's also the main thing is taking care of your body. Also, what you put into your body truly is the most important thing. Um, my diet is completely changed. I, I won't touch anything that's processed. I can never have alcohol again. Um, uh, you know, so many different things that are just completely um, just changed, you know? You said never touch alcohol again. Yeah. So alcohol um, is like some sort of, it's, is it like a poison? Well, this well disease? So, so because the disease is connected to my liver, um, it the alcohol would be a very um, bad thing for my liver. So I made the choice myself. Now that I've spoken with some people that have my disease that uh, maybe had a liver transplant or different situations. And, you know, maybe some people occasionally have drink. Fortunately, I was never an alcoholic. Um, so it's not something I have to get off of. I'm not feeling like, you know, I, I was a casual drinker. I would have a few beers here and there, you know, at a pub or something, you know, not, I wasn't really the kind of guy that uh, would be drinking a lot. Never. That was never my thing. So your everyday life has really been altered, you know, oh, you, uh, the, completely altered. patterns, everything. Oh. My, my, my whole life is completely changed upside down. Um, but I look at it from two different perspectives that make me very happy right now. Um, I Number one, I feel as if I have been given this, and this was told to me, uh, even Gary V said this, uh, this disease was given to me for a reason. You know, um, you know, back when AIDS, you know, uh, that's a completely different, whole different thing. When Magic Johnson got it, for that, he was able to be that person, you know, and, and, do so much and be such a um, big person in that, uh, you know, I would say, you know, diseases community, I believe it's, it's called the disease. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I want to be that for my liver disease. I want to be the person who raises the most money, who makes a difference, who is the change, who, you know, maybe by 2030, there will be a cure. So have you 
thought about starting a, a charity or yes, actually, um, something yes. in your name? Uh, so I'm starting a foundation soon. Um, I be- I'm believe it will be at the beginning of this year, so 2024, upcoming year. Um, so I will be releasing information on that soon. I'm just teaming up with the right people to make sure that everybody will be able to be, um, you know, making sure that they're helping the project of course and we have a team together i want to go the right way about it of course uh and i've i think i've got the, a very good team already we're just uh structuring a few things on how we're going to be um giving out the donations to other people with psc so the main thing that i want to do with my organization is one of the hardest things that i thought about when i got diagnosed is i noticed my bills change i noticed that um i noticed they were quite a bit higher for food and quite a bit. I mean, the supplements alone I get uh, literally sitting right over there. It's $100 for a 24 pack. Now, I'm fortunate to be in a situation that I could afford that. But many other people, what if they weren't in that situation? And the only thing that they were eating was, you know, on, you know, junk food or things such as that. Their lifespan with this disease versus my lifespan with this disease would be completely different because I'm taking care of my body and they are unable to. So, and insurance and stuff such as that doesn't pay for expensive supplements or different things for your liver. Um, obviously, what doctors recommend will be we will be providing. But I want to give people access to those things that can't afford it. Yeah. So basically, you want to you want to bridge the gap, you know, because in I've noticed a lot in the medical world there's a huge gap between those who can afford and those who cannot. And yes. the, the level of care is also different for people. Exactly. Who can afford and that's just the bottom line for me. I just want to make sure that everybody has the same chance and everybody has the same access to, you know, all different types of supplements and all different types of things for their health. Even if it's as simple as grocery gift cards, so they can go to the grocery store and buy what they properly need, not go to uh, a fast food joint. You know, that's something that they you're not supposed to have processed food if you have this at all. So, you know, but sometimes processed food is less expensive, unfortunately. That's, you know, just how it is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. How, how do people go about getting a diagnosis? So you said something about a blood test. So if somebody was to have some of these symptoms, it would be important for them right away to go to get, because you said yeah. in earlier stages versus later stages, it's a lot, different, right? So, um, so I personally have it about 50%. Um, but the way the liver works is it's actually a starfish. Um, and it can grow back if you take care of it. It can go away. You can get, and, and you only have one of them. It's not like, you know, similar to a kidney or, you know, different, you know, parts of your body that you have two of. Um, and yeah, no, you would need to go to a regular doctor, get a blood test. And if they would, they would normally recommend you to go to a liver specialist if they felt, or um, a gastro, if they felt that you uh, had a further issue. But early detection, I think, is what you're yes. t- telling oh, me yes. is very important. Yes. Very, very important. I almost feel as if if I would have caught this three or four months earlier, I would be in a different position. I don't think I would have lost as much weight because they would have put me on uh, different things. I feel like they, they, there's managing symptoms, as I spoke. There's things they could put you on to manage the symptoms. And I feel as if I would have been able to still eat or different things. So in that case, you were 100 percent right. Early detection is very important. I want to make sure that I'm clear. So this is not something that people get 
based on something that they did or ate or anything. No, this is like nothing. A no, situation. this is this is something that would either be hereditary. Uh, in my case, nobody in my known bloodline has it. Uh, it could be something to do with just you. It's something you you know. There's all types of theories. Uh, I don't want to be a conspiracy theory person, but uh, I mean, there's all types of theories. So, oh, it's the cold. It's you live near mountains. Like uh, it could be anything. You know, quite literally anything. Um, I, but at the end of the day, I just believe that, um, it was just the cards that I was dealt and I, uh, I'm still releasing music. I, uh, I'm still doing my thing and, uh, I feel good. Um, I put on around 14 pounds in the past month, uh, back. So right now, um, I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, I, my skin is, is, feels, I feel like I'm glowing again. I, um, I'm stronger. And most of all, I, uh, I'm, I feel that my mental fog is, is, is going away and I'm able to really focus on what's important to me. And that's, uh, not only my music, my, um, my career, uh, business endeavors, as you mentioned earlier, um, and just being there for my family, uh, the best I can and, there for myself. So what I wanted to talk about, because when you're talking about the charity and the patient, I think mental health is very, very important. And you were talking about how it has affected your mental health. And now you're in a better place. So how are you going to implement that the foundation? Because getting diagnosed and getting the treatment, there's still a whole nother aspect. It's your mental health. You have to be able to still push through and be strong and that will well, to, to fight. How did you get there? When you, you talk about mental health related to my diagnosis, I don't feel as if that um, I'm afraid, like, oh, you know, the, you know, I, how, this, you know, I obviously anybody could look up statistics of anything. Um, my father had cancer and beat it. So I, I, I pancreatic cancer. And he, um, he was in the three percentile, like three, three out of a hundred people beat what he had. So I, I don't really look into numbers or any of those things. Um, other people may. I think when I think of mental health with this, I think it the disease itself is known to fog your mind a little bit and make you just feel a little down. Um, so I think that um, I think that the best thing that for me has been knowing that I was given this disease for a reason. Now other people, you have to find why you were given those, those cards and whatever those cards you were dealt, you know? Um, and I think that, uh, I also, I'm not going to take a lot of stuff for granted that I used to, um, because of this disease, my spleen, um, got slightly enlarged, um, when, cause it caused inflammation. Um, now to the outside eye, like no one would know that, but I can't play basketball until they say that I can play basketball. And I have this weird feeling, you know, it's going to be very hard to get a doctor to agree, Hey, you know, he could play contact basketball against people that are, you know, six, four, six, five, you know, 250 pounds, you know, and that's the, the, the size of the people I used to play with. So contact against somebody of that strength and size is very serious, which I, in the past, could, you know, take, but at, at 168 pounds playing basketball. But, you know, now um, they feel that uh, because of my enlarged spleen, unless it goes down, I can't play. So that See, has been hard I, for me. I feel like you 
are unique in, in, in itself because you've been all over the world. You've toured all over the world. You've had your have fans all over the world. And I think that your, your makeup um, mentally, physically and everything is it's unique because I feel like yeah. the way that you the way that you look at this diagnosis is not the way that most people would. Your positivity no. and strength stands out to me. Thank you. And, and I, I, I could see how you could think that. And I completely, um, in, in ways, agree with you. Uh, I definitely think I was built after going through quite a bit through my career and, and learning quite a bit. Um, I think that uh, I, I was built to get this kind of news and turn it into a positive rather than someone might not be able to do that because there might not be the easiest positive for them to look at. Uh, and that's also what I want to do. I want to be a beacon of hope to anybody else that has any disease, you know, any sickness, any, you know, problem in life. It could be anything, you know, it could be even financial issues. I, I just want to be a beacon of hope that uh, the situation will get better. I love that because I lost two of my closest friends to this um illnesses yep. and the one thing that they explained to me was that they felt so alone because they didn't want to tell everyone everything that they were to be they don't want people to feel feel sorry for them they want people to support them so i think it's very important that you have something out there that says well that's not going through this alone you don't need to ask anyone for anything there's just people who want to be there for you who want to support mm -hmm. you through this journey and i think that's really important mm -hmm. Yeah, and that that's exactly the goal. That is the goal to let people know that they're not alone. I I love um, that you touched up on that. Um, I uh, you know as I said, I I'm moving forward, uh, and I'm not. This definitely was a road bump. I uh, but I think that at some point everybody's given a road bump. You know. I agree. We are tested. I think everybody goes through at least one extreme test in their life, and it really shows the strength that you built throughout your life. And it's interesting for me because you're not an old man, right? You're a really young guy. So mm -hmm. the strength that you've built at a young age, is, it's, it's impressive. There are people twice your age who would not react this way to this type of information. So I just think it stands out to me that you are able to take something that most people would see as a horrible setback or a negative, and you're looking at it as, I'm use this as a way to educate people and bring awareness and to bring hope to people who are going through this. And I think that it's admirable, right? Like, I just feel like it's a way to not think about yourself. In the time that most people would only think about themselves, you're thinking about the people. And this foundation, I think, is going to be so important because not only is this disease or virus, it's not even well known. I didn't know about it, but it, it affects a lot I of people. I didn't know about it myself, honestly. I, I mean, and I'm somebody who actually previously on long flights used to study rare diseases and you know watch tiktoks about rare things that can go on in your body and stuff so i i do know a lot about the human body actually and for me to not know of it actually surprised me but yeah you know i um you touched on that 100 percent you didn't know what it was either it's important that like you said people are aware what could be going on in their bodies because they taught us you know when we were younger what to look for for signs of a stroke we all know signs of yeah. a heart attack oh, my, my um my doctor never had a case of what i have like literally never had um this is somebody who went to school and he actually um uh was shocked to see like on the paperwork what it was just because he he knew what the disease was being a liver doctor and then now that was one of my first doctors I've, i have quite literally a whole team of them now all around the world um shout out to you guys um uh yeah no uh 
that is a very rare disease that my doctor didn't even know. That's crazy. And it's funny because I didn't didn't see. I mean, right. He sees he sees people every single day. Every so they single idea day. That and this is this is an older man doctor uh, too. This is somebody who is in their fifties, so or sixties actually. So he should have oh, wow. seen it. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm excited about this this question in any way possible. You need help or you need me to Thank get involved. Thank you so much, and I will want to hire you and keep you posted. I'm there for you. Um, promo interviews, whatever you need. You know, I want to be a part of the solution. I think it's so important that you know when we hear about something, we hear people who need help. We're part of the solution. A lot of times we hear about it, we say, "Oh, that's terrible," and we keep walking. I think it's very important that we all become involved. There's yeah. so much oh, we can do you. as as, uh, so as a group, you know. One voice can only do so much, but when we all join together, I think it's so important that we make our voices heard. And, and you know, maybe we can pass some laws that that test for this. You know, and when kids are younger, they run blood tests and they test for things. Maybe we can add this to the list. Things that Who knows? Are yeah, I, I, I that I got diagnosed as we mentioned about you know oh, I think a month and a half ago. So, so much of this disease is even new to me. So I'm learning so much too. So that, that is something that I look forward to finding out as well, if there's a way for kids younger to be tested, of course. I want to switch gears a little bit because you've been teasing music on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, um, I've actually, I've got a few new songs that I've been working on. I'm going to release it as a project finally. Um, I, uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to finally release some good stuff that uh, comes from the heart. Uh, everything is uh all original um i used to love doing covers but i uh of course um love originals as well so all original music and um i've had i had some pretty cool co-writers a lot of it is by me myself as well uh so yeah no we, we've got some interesting stuff coming i think it's it's an interesting time to do this you know because i was wondering how much of this music is driven by what you're going through like your emotion and the, the struggle that you're going through how much some of, of that it was recorded next? some of it was recorded uh previous to uh previous to the diagnosis that i had in the vault mm -hmm. that i redid and then some of it is uh new sound and new music that i feel today um and that is just going to be you know when songs release people are just going to have to kind of put the pieces together of what period of my life i um was feeling that you know so do you think you would want to go back on the road you know because oh you tour yes the world. i 100 i 100 i would love to um for the longest time i said no you know I mean, me and you had this conversation when i completely stopped touring in 2020 that was now almost four years ago uh i was done i was burnt out i was tired uh but i'm ready i'm ready and i'm ready to um you know i think i want to do it for you know a goal of mine is to um one day have a family, uh, one day, you know, have a son or a daughter. And I want to show them that their dad did it. You know, I want to show them that their, you know, their father really applied himself because I feel that if I don't, they'll, they, they will have no reason to say why. And then there's also, uh, why should they apply themselves? And then also to the people that believed in me and myself, I owe it to them. So, um, I, I can't wait for this next project. And I, um, the reason I didn't come back sooner was I wasn't going to give it my all if I did. And I, you, you don't do anything unless your heart's not completely in it because it, it won't, it won't be, uh, it won't be a good feeling.
people can tell you know when you do things that oh yeah people hard can 100 tell people can tell yeah they 100 no. i think yeah, your so. fans have have been waiting a long time and you know when you post the things online i see the reactions people are really excited really yeah excited. no I, i'm excited myself i'm excited and yeah no, as i was saying there there's going to be probably four songs on the first project um there's about eight songs that i have right now that i'm uh, playing through them i actually need to send you some um and man uh, we'll get your opinion on them but yeah no i've got i've got um eight songs that i was thinking of releasing as a whole project but i think i'm just gonna pick four of them um and that those eight songs are quite literally true to like 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 there was a hundred that i had that i was thinking of over these years i've i've been um recording this whole time i just haven't um released anything and uh i think that um a lot of the stuff like i literally have 10 songs that i recorded that are country music you wouldn't expect that what yes yeah, where i want to hear this i want to hear it i want to hear it i will send i will send you it I i'm actually 10 country music i'm actually songs. a country fan so i'm actually really? excited about that yeah I, um yeah no i i was it was this summer in about july I was feeling some country music vibes, and I recorded. I recorded some country music. So obviously, like, I, I, and I could tell you now, they will never be released because if you're a fan of pop music, you may get it. Like, you may, you may, you you may go and order it, the, like the single. And if well, you're a fan of country music, you definitely aren't ordering it. <laughs> well, you have to remember though, Jay. Um, Taylor Swift has kind of blurred the lines between pop and country so a lot of oh, people yeah no no she's she's are... excellent she's excellent she's an excellent artist um i just uh i i'm gonna let um i'm gonna let the country music artists have their genre i'm yeah. gonna let i'm gonna let them you know who, who I, I actually really love um when he did some country stuff nelly uh nelly did a few collabs with some oh, country okay. music uh artists and i i thought that they were uh quite good were they they sounded authentic too you know yeah and i thought yeah. that yeah, so um, it can be done. It can be the switch over can be done. It just uh, has to be done right. I agree. I so I want to talk about business because you always are doing something, right? And I saw that you had a business, and I want you to tell me about what you're doing with kicks with shoes because I see a lot so, of posts. Um, so I love shoes. I absolutely love shoes. I've always been into shoes. Um, now i feel as if i want to get into designing shoes i haven't really spoken about that yet but i feel i've always like i've been collecting jordans and nike sbs my whole life literally my whole life um and uh i now feel that i want um i want to design my own like i was just looking at uh these i got these these are the powerpuff girl nike sbs like these are cool like i don't know oh, like yeah. i feel like what if I designed something really, really cool such as that? You know, like there's different um, there's different ideas I have. And uh, I've always been into uh, just the sneaker community in general, reviewing sneakers, uh, appearances at sneakers events, things such as that. Um, and then as for marketing, I um, on the side, I, uh, I own part of a marketing company that I, I love. I love doing all types of marketing stuff. That's like my... Uh, way from music thing because i feel like from the music industry i've learned so much about it so um it's it's cool to also be in the, in the business world of marketing so, so when we were talking about designing kicks 
Are we talking about like JJ Hannon line of kicks, or are you looking to design kicks so, for other brands? I, I honestly would love a like. My goal would be to have like a signature shoe one day with Nike. That would be like my ultimate goal. Like if we can clip this and go back, like I would love that. That's my dream. Uh, I also would love to potentially think about my own line. You know, if that if that was the mm-hmm. uh, angle I wanted to go. Um, I'm a, I like, I love to think of myself as a creative mind at least. So, um, I, I think that if I, if I meet another creative mind, such as a brand or such as a manufacturer that I believe can make the best product, I would love to explore that. And I am currently looking into that now. I'm interested. I'm interested. This is intriguing to me because I know your, your love for shoes and I've, I've seen how you've collected, your collection is insane. Well, the different designs and stuff that you've collected, I would love to see what you would come up because I know you would take you would take a yeah. variation of all of the different well, styles. That would be also be- another goal. Being a creative director for a brand is really what I'm thinking. You know, um, I know being one of the con- biggest consumers myself, what the consumer wants. So, like, like for instance, um, and, and Nike, if you're listening to this, listen up. They released three of the Powerpuff Girl characters in this collaboration they did. Um, that was the Blossom pair. I showed you the pink pair. Um, where's Mojo Jojo? Exactly. Missed opportunity. Exactly. The consumer wants Mojo Jojo. So, like, so that should have been the fourth pair. So, like, there's different things I, I think about what I could bring as a creative director and, and, and cool ideas that I think that would be very... Uh, revolutionary to a footwear brand as well as bringing back the old things that worked that unfortunately were taken away you have a lot you have a lot on your plate for 2024 oh yeah yeah. i definitely have a full plate and i've learned that um you just got to uh take everything a day at a time i pick days for stuff you know today i was a saturday i got my i got my blood work done earlier i uh i just hung out um i literally just been chilling because yesterday i was all over new york city meetings i was at the soho house for lunch with a friend uh and yeah so i um i pick days that i that i know i'm gonna do a lot and then some days i just have to you know say hey you know this is this is you know i need to relax today you know this is this is gonna be my day uh to relax and i don't know once i I'm starting the uh, the foundation, everything, how many of those days I'll have. But as long as I um, find time to rest in between my hard work, I definitely will be all right. I definitely Mental will. health, self-care, these are all important. You know, a lot of people, we talk to the biggest names in the industry, people who made the biggest moves, made the most money. They always take care of yourself. Self, self-care, you know, make sure your mental health is okay. It's important. You can do a million things. But you need to have a day where you're just taking care of yourself. I think you have yeah, that down. You I, can, I completely that. agree with that. You can do a you million your greatest. You can go a million places, your, but once in a while, you just need to be in your own bed and, and just collect some thoughts, you know? You are your greatest asset, you know? And, and I look at people as assets, and, and not in a bad way. I think you invest in yourself. You take care of yourself. Like You need to do these same exact things for yourself. You are your greatest investment. As much money as you spend on anything in life, you're going to spend as much money on you, more yeah. money on you. Thing. And I think a lot of people, they, they're they more focused on business or music or, we you know, acting, whatever they're doing. They're not taking care of themselves. And then we yeah. see in the news, we're losing people. We're losing people because they didn't invest in their greatest asset themselves. And, and it, it hurts to see 100% that. 100% true. 
that is 100 percent true uh and that's you know also why i you know and with the foundation want to help people invest into themselves by getting them you know proper you know nutrients and different things uh access to groceries as i mentioned so that's it you know health as well oh it is the end of the year so we're going to be checking back in with you throughout the year to see you know the progress of the foundation to see if you're you got some kicks that i can buy you know you've got all these things and maybe maybe i'm gonna go i'm gonna have to send you a fair yes yeah there's a lot to look forward to and i think your fans are very excited because you know this diagnosis was scary for us i know and it's so selfish for me to say that because this, this is about you but when we saw this it was scary for us and we were worried for and you. i appreciate that and people quite literally from every corner of the world reached out and it means the world and you yourself were one of the first people that reached out i remember and i um i'm here to say that i'm i'm here i'm fighting and i um i'm not going any place so uh we've uh, we've got some amazing things to come I'm excited. I'm excited for all the things that are coming. So thank you so much for sitting down with me on the George Monster Show. And like of I said, course. we're going to check back in later in the year and get progress on all these things you have going on. Um, Guys, make sure you're following JJ. I'm going to tag him in this video. He'll get his name and everything will be at the bottom. Um, And when that foundation launches, guys, we're going to talk about it. You're going to know about it. It's going to be right in your face so everybody can get involved. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at GeorgeMotsi, GeorgeMotsi.com. Anywhere get your as type of the George Mossy show. Thank you again, JJ. Um, I'm going to talk to you guys really soon. Peace.